I speak to you in the name of the one holy and living God. Please be seated. Corpus Christi, the day that we're given to celebrate the mystery of the Eucharist, the mystery of the sacrament of Christ's body and blood, the mystery of the food that's at the heart of our lives when we journey with Jesus. And the gospel reading appointed for today that we just heard, it might make our relationship to this food sound a bit ominous. Very truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. So on the one hand, there's the cannibalistic edge. Really, it's more than an edge. And on the other hand, there's the seeming exclusivity of it. If you don't do this, there is no life in you. But rather than brush this off as some kind of outdated exclusivist theology, I want to take a few minutes to really seriously dig into it, to turn this over. What does it mean, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you? Well, first of all, if this is true, then the reverse is also necessarily true. If you have life within you, you do eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood. As Jesus says elsewhere in John's Gospel, I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. And so abundant life, life fully alive, is the sign of Jesus' Eucharistic presence. The sign that one has feasted on Christ's body and blood. So we should look to those who are fully alive if we want to see what it truly means to eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood. And I imagine all of us here have known at least one such person over the course of our lives, someone whose presence we loved to be in because they radiated joy or life or love. Or maybe even someone whose presence we're a little afraid to be in because they bear so much truth, bear so much love. Whichever the case may be, we've all probably known a person who was abundantly alive. And they may or may not have been formally religious. They may or may not have even been Christian. If you have abundant life, you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood. The life of Christ is the life of the world. It's the life of this Hudson River down the hill here, the life of a tree, the life of a star, the life of the poor and the hurting and the hungry. It's the life with you, within you and me that's begging to be liberated and feasted upon. And so we have to be careful to never make this mystery of Christ's life, of Christ's body, smaller than it is. Nothing falls outside of the mystery of Christ. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. On this feast of Corpus Christi, Jesus gives himself to us as bread and wine, grapes and wheat, earth and water, to remind us that this whole universe is his body and blood. 
And so we also have to be careful to not sentimentalize this Christ life, to not make it something tame and precious and manageable. The Christ life, life fully alive, is wild and beautiful and sometimes a little bit scary. And it spills over and outside of our neat boundaries and our tidy boxes. And yes, outside of our beautiful tabernacles. It's all of life. And so to truly eat his flesh and drink his blood is to fully participate in and embrace this wild, messy, glorious life we're all given. That's how we eat his flesh and drink his blood. And when we don't do that, when we don't participate, embrace, engage, that's when we have no life in us. When our life becomes small and tight and fearful. I am the bread of life, Jesus says. The bread that is life is Jesus. And so can we learn to meet and embrace and receive each moment of life as bread, as sustenance, as nourishment, as Jesus. And admittedly, it's a tall order. There are some moments in life, there are some people in life, I do not want to receive as bread, as Jesus. But can we find or at least look for the bread even there? Can we look for the way in which a difficulty or a frustration, if embraced, might be able to actually strengthen us, teach us something new about ourselves, push us more deeply into community, engage us more fully in this feast that is life, that is bread, that is Jesus. Now sometimes, of course, it's too soon. Sometimes it's only years later when a difficult moment from our past suddenly becomes a morsel of bread now becomes strength now in the present. Sometimes it takes a long while for one of life's experiences to be ground and milled into flour and to be baked and to rise into bread, into nourishment. Kabir Helminski, a Sufi teacher, he says that eventually we begin to see that even a bitter drink is sweet when it is from the beloved. Can we find the sweetness within the bitterness and see even those moments as the blood of our beloved Jesus poured into the chalice of our life? Can we see his hands kneading the dough that is the difficulty and pain of our life and our world so that little by little all of it can become communion bread? Paula Darcy says that God comes to you disguised as your life. And not just the good parts of your life. God comes to you disguised as your life. I am the bread of life, Jesus says. And so, if life is bread, and that bread is Jesus, are we willing to say yes to Jesus? If life is bread, and that bread is Jesus, are we willing to always receive it. Eucharist is practice for learning to say yes to all of it. 
week after week, and here in the monastery, day after day, we come forward, extend our hands, receive the bread, drink the wine, and say, Amen. We receive and accept the gifts of God, and we say yes to them. And never forget that these are broken gifts, broken bread, crushed grapes, poured out wine. And in a very real way, we're receiving and saying yes to our own brokenness. And we're receiving and saying yes to each other's brokenness. And we're being reminded that this messy thing that we call being human, that we're all doing, this is the bread of life. This is Jesus. I think of all of the weddings and funerals and baptisms and house blessings and ordinations and professions of vows at which I've shared in Holy Communion. In moments of celebration, of grief, of welcome, of commitment, and at each one of them, Eucharist. This is what we do to remind ourselves. This is what God does to remind us. Each moment, a birth, a wedding, a profession, a death, all of it, the body and blood of Christ. The Eucharist is a mirror of our life. We are the body of Christ coming forward to receive ourselves, to say yes, amen, thank you, and to eat the gift of our own lives. God comes to you disguised as your life. Jesus goes on in the gospel to say, Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me and I in them. What if we heard this not as the creepy language of cannibalism, but instead as the language of pregnancy, of the interabiding of a mother and child? Just as an infant abides in its mother's womb and is nourished by her flesh and blood, by her body, so too we abide in Christ and Christ in us. Julian of Norwich said of the Eucharist, A mother can give her child milk to suck, but our precious mother Jesus can feed us with himself. He does so most courteously and most tenderly with the blessed sacrament which is the precious food of true life. Our mother Jesus, the word incarnate in all of creation, is the very life of the world. The life that we have to embrace and consume in its fullness if we are to be truly alive. The flesh of the Son of Man is the flesh of our human experience, the body of this moment, this breath, this heartbeat. God comes to you disguised as your life. And so as we all come forward shortly to participate in Holy Eucharist, and the two arms of the circle that will form up and around this altar begin weaving in and out around the bread and the cup, look around and see what's happening. The bread and the cup are the heartbeat of Jesus. And here we all are in the great circulatory system of the body of Christ, receiving nourishment and being sent out, and learning every time we come forward to once again say yes.
yes to our brokenness, yes to our beauty, yes to our Jesus who is bread that is life. Yes, yes to all of it. Yes, amen.